if you are a podcaster with even five, six, seven years of experience, you can absolutely get a ton out of those tracks and workshops sure. as well as those conversations in the hallway. And you and I, we've got our own, a whole other story that we'll be sharing at PodFest on stage Yeah, where the last time that we went, we got a crew together and ended up getting together outside after the PodFest and we rented a house and spent a week together to do more of those hall conversations basically and learn a lot from one another and it was probably one of the most powerful things i did in 2022 welcome back to another episode of podcast phd i am your host mark ronick here with my co-host larry roberts good afternoon larry how are you What's happening, Mark? Happy to be here, man. Excited for another episode of Podcast PhD, man. Yeah, and today we are going to be diving into podcast conventions. And what a great thing for me to have a co-host who is heavily involved in podcast conventions. So I want to dive in really to the benefits of them and why we believe they're so important if you are a podcaster and you're taking your podcasting seriously how these can really be beneficial to a podcaster. So I'm really looking forward to it and glad I've got you on my side here that you can really add, I think, a lot of insight to what we're going to talk about. I remember back in 2014 when I first started podcasting. I'm from Dallas and one of the larger conferences is based out of Dallas. Podcast Movement is here. And I believe it was 14, they actually had the conference in Dallas because they travel the country and have it in different cities every year, actually twice a year, I think. But I remember it being here and I'd heard about it. I don't remember how I heard about it, but I was like, I don't need to go to some stupid conference to learn about podcasting. It's all on the interwebs. I can watch YouTube videos. I can do whatever I need to do. I don't need these people to tell me what's up. And I didn't go. I, I didn't go for a long, long time. Finally, I think it was 2019, I went to my first big conference, Podcast Movement. I don't remember where it was, the first one that I went to, but I flew in and went to that first conference, lost as could be. Had no idea what I was getting myself into, just went out there by myself, and it was quite the experience. It was really interesting. Ironically enough, I don't know if it's ironic, really. Did I use that word right? I don't know. I don't know. It's the name of my business, so I'll take it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's just a shameless plug for you as Thank it was. You. Yeah, man. But I actually met some people there at that podcast movement that are still great friends of mine today. And eventually even became business partners to a certain degree. We worked on projects together. We all got together and lifted each other up and teamed up on a couple of things. And they're still my friends today. So even that very first conference where I had no idea what the heck was going on proved to be very beneficial from a friendship standpoint and a business standpoint too. My experience was different. So I'm going to wait to share mine because I want to dig into yours a little bit more. You went by yourself. And you had already, I'm guessing based on what you just shared, that you had these preconceived notions about going. So what was your biggest challenge going by yourself? Like, what was the hardest part about it? Because I think there are a lot of podcasters out there that don't connect with a lot of other podcasters. And this is their first time meeting them. And they're going by themselves, kind of looking around like, okay, what do I do now? So like, tell me a little bit about that part of your experience. I was really just looking for direction. Because, you know, my first podcast, I had to kill it because I was still in corporate America and it was a little blue in content, you know, mm -hmm. had some naughty jokes in there from time to time. I knew I still wanted a podcast, but I didn't really know what to do at this point. So I was lost looking for some direction and I had gotten involved on Facebook and seen some groups. And I think that's really what got me 
to the point of going, okay, I need to learn more about podcasting because I'd started seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff, listening to some of the forefathers of podcasting, the Dave Jacksons and the Cliff Ravenscrafts that were out there. And I wanted to meet these guys and I wanted to learn from them. The biggest challenge though, was just stepping out and doing it, showing up by myself in a strange environment around a bunch of I say strange, they're not strange people, but they were strangers. Yeah. So uh, these strange people in this environment are talking about topics I'm not really familiar with. That was the scariest part. But the cool thing was, man, as, as soon as I got there, even just standing in line, waiting to register and get my badge for the event, immediately started making friends and starting to realize that the podcasting community, everybody's there to help, man. It's such a wide open community and everybody's supportive and everybody's looking to help others grow while they grow as well. I mean, before you knew it, I felt like a veteran, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was going to be a next question was really, how did you make those initial connections with people? Because again, I think that when people walk into a situation like that with all strange people in a new situation they've never been a part of before, making those initial connections, just going up to somebody and saying hello can feel really intimidating. So you yeah. mentioned you met some people just online, like standing in line. Uh, no, yeah. no, I mean standing in line. Yeah. Like we were lined up to get our badges and I'm standing there and it was Josh Carey. I don't know if anybody out there is listening knows Josh Carey, but Josh was, I think he was behind me and he was like, hey man, what's your name? And he just came up and just started talking. So all credit to Josh. I don't think I reached out to him. I think he kind of initiated the conversation, but it was his first time at Podcast Movement as well. And we just kind of latched onto each other and became pod buddies. Mm -hmm. And from that point forward, we kind of ran around the conference together trying to figure out our way. And, okay, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to attend this session. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go to this session and let's trade notes when we get out. And then you go into the sessions and everybody else is just as friendly as Josh was. I got to the point where I was somewhat relaxed now because I had a buddy. Mm -hmm. I'm not sitting there all lost and trying to look cool, trying to fit in. I got to where I was starting to talk to people and opportunities opened up. I learned a lot in the sessions, learned a lot in the hallways, which I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. That's where a lot of the, in my opinion, some of the actual education really takes place in the hallways. The sessions are typically great. They're very informative. But for me personally, the way I communicate and the way I learn is to have regular conversations. For me to sit in a classroom and listen to somebody talk, I'm going to get bits and pieces, but it's really not going to set in until I talk to somebody that's applying it and has actually used it going forward. So that was something that I learned pretty quickly. It was a, go through the sessions, come out of the sessions, chat with other people that were in the sessions and learn how to actually apply what was going on. So that's where a lot of the real light bulb moments happened for me was in the hallway. Yeah, that's very cool. For me, I'm actually going to jump ahead and share a strategy that I think would be very helpful for somebody who's just starting out. My first time at PodFest was just recently in 2022. And I did know some people going, but if I hadn't, there was something I was already doing that would have helped me make connections before I even got there. I was actually connecting with people on social media that I was seeing they were going to be speakers or that they were just posting that they were going. And I was reaching out to them when I saw that and saying, hey, yeah, I'm going to be there too. I'd love to get together and connect with you. And you and I have a mutual friend. And I made this connection with this friend doing just that. It's our friend Rich. Mm -hmm. I just literally saw him posting. He said, posted something, how excited he was to be returning and be speaking on a stage. And I let him know, oh, I'm going to be there. I'll definitely check you out. And we became instant friends. We hung out almost the entire weekend together. 
I had no expectations of that. Wow. And he turned out to be a great guy. And I had this buddy. Now, I also had taken a client that I work with on his podcast. He and I already knew we were going to be there together. And so I had that security blanket. But it's a great way to do it. Look around, search for those hashtags that people are using about the convention. A podfest. Theirs is usually what, it's like hashtag PodFest2023 for the latest one. Is that right? That's the latest one. Yeah, either PodFest23 or 2023. I've seen both of those hashtags floating around out there. And that's coming January 26th, by the way. We should say that yep. in Orlando. But yeah, search for those hashtags and see who's talking about it and make those connections. The one thing, like Larry said, is you may be surprised at how welcoming this community is. And that's where my story starts, really, with going to any of these kinds of conventions, because I had it in my head that nobody would want to really talk to me, and I wouldn't want to talk to them, as far as podcasting goes. I, I thought that... <laughs> and I wouldn't want to talk to them. We just looked at it as straight competition. Why, why the heck would they want to help me? What's the purpose? And then also, I just had this... I built up this story in my head that these conventions were a waste of time. What are they going to show me that I have yeah. already learned, like you were saying, on YouTube or from a podcast, another podcast that I'm listening to? What am I going to possibly learn and what am I going to possibly get out of it? And again, I used that approach for the first one. My first one of my 16 years of podcasting, my first one wasn't until 2021. And I went to podcast movement in Nashville. Wow. And I had a couple months prior connected with a guy you know, Travis Brown. He was somebody that I was looking at as big competition. And yeah. he was one of the first people that I decided I'm going to try to get past the story I'm telling myself and just reach out because I was so impressed with what he was doing at the time. And yeah. he and I made a connection and he was already going to podcast movement and had encouraged me to go. I figured, all right, well, here's a guy I'm connecting with that I like talking to. I'll go try it. And I'm so glad he did because I, like you said, I met people instantly walking into the room on my way to, to sign in, met somebody, started chatting. I still talk to her to this day. She actually just reached out to me because she had a, an issue with podcasting that she wanted some advice on. That's cool. So yeah, that the, it just instantaneously happens. The moment that you open up and say, okay, I'm going to see what I can get out of this instead of just saying, oh, this isn't for me. This isn't worth it. I wanted to experience it in order to make that that call officially. And man, was I wrong. I mean, and I agree with you. I got the most probably out of walking the halls. Yeah. I think though for you and I, I don't know. I can't speak for you. But for me, where I had already been podcasting for so long, I was thinking, what are they going to teach me that I haven't already been taught in those tracks, in those different sessions? But I believe that if you are a podcaster with even five, six, seven years of experience, you can absolutely get a ton out of those tracks and workshops. Sure as well as those conversations in the hallway. And you and I, we've got our own, a whole other story that we'll be sharing at PodFest on stage. Yeah. Where the last time that we went, we got a crew together and ended up getting together outside after the PodFest. And we rented a house and spent a week together to do more of those hall conversations, basically, and learn a lot from one another. And it was probably one of the most powerful things I did in 2022. We wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't exactly. for podcast conferences. If you hadn't gone to PodFest, we wouldn't have met the mutual friends 
where we rented our big mansion and hung out for a week and did content creation and had those hallway conversations that you're talking about. So just the fact that this podcast exists is a testament to the power of these conferences. You know, we were talking about podcast movement. We mentioned podcast a little bit, but podcast 2020 literally changed my life. Wow. My whole life. I wouldn't even be doing what I'm doing today if I hadn't gone to PodFest in 2020. And it's odd because I never expected it. Now, when I went to PodFest, I did have some friends that had I had met at Podcast Movement. So I had a I had a little bit more of a comfort factor that was involved there, right? But it was still kind of awkward because this is a different conference, yes. different vibe, different feel. And I was sitting at the bar before everything kicked off on the Friday afternoon. And this young lady walks up, she sits down next to me, starts chatting it up, and we kind of hit it off. The first night of PodFest every night traditionally is trivia night. Mm. And everybody kind of dispersed and went off to the main ballroom to go to trivia night. And I'm like, I'm not doing trivia. That's so dumb. I'm not going to do that. And Kristen Olson, Kristen, that's her name. So Kristen goes, let's just go. Let's go play trivia. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. So let's go. So we walk into the big ballroom. The place is already slam packed because trivia was the most popular night there in 2020. And we ended up making our way to the front, and there was a table. Someone yells out, go, hey, you two, you look like you're fun. Sit down at our table. Sit at our table. So we sat down at the table. At that table, I met several other podcasters, one that ended up being my podcast coach to this day. David Hooper just happened to sit there, and he's a podcasting legend. So I met David at that table. Throughout the night, we played trivia. Guess what? Our table happened to win. So in being the winning table, we got to go up on stage and we got our picture made on the main stage at PodFest with the founder and CEO of PodFest, Chris Kremitzos. Chris and I met for the first time right there. That sparked a friendship. Things exploded from there. Now I write the newsletter for PodFest and I'm a PodFest on their board of ambassadors and all kinds of stuff. But it allowed me to make the connections and grow in a way that I wouldn't have been able to any other way. And what was it last year? What are we in? We're in 22, right? So it turns out then January of last year, January 4th, because of the connections that I made, because of what I was able to establish over that year, I was finally able to walk away from my corporate career of 21 years with the same company. And it was all because of going to PodFest and the relationships that I'd made at Podcast Movement that carried over yeah. to PodFest to make me feel a little more comfortable. But Kristen, he drug me off to trivia, so mm -hmm. I owe it to Kristen as well. But then in meeting Chris, and it just it, it, none of it would have happened had I not gotten out there and got to know more people in the community. And whether it's Podcast Movement or whether it's PodFest or whether it's Rockin' Pod or whether it's Outlier Podcast Festival, I'm name dropping some of these bigger conferences because I'm fans and typically I speak at these events. So I'm going to drop those. So if you guys have an opportunity, get out, come see me. They're just great opportunities to get to know people. And they each have their own unique vibe. They're in a unique feel. But the bottom line is they're opportunities for all of us to come together, get to know each other, network, grow our network and as cheesy as it is you know your network is well typically your net worth and that translated perfectly for me just based on 2019 going to pm and then well, i don't know six months later going to PodFest, and it just changed everything you know it's so fascinating to me there's two things that came to mind with you sharing that one is the stories that we tell ourselves about the people that we meet or we see, right? So for example, when I saw you, we didn't even actually have a conversation at the last PodFest, but I saw you walking around and I knew you were a speaker. I saw you on stage and I had it in my head, oh, well, this guy 
he's probably been at it for a long time. He's been not that you haven't, but you know, I figured you were probably in this business for a really long time. I made up all these stories. It was only at that point a couple of years that you really dove into yeah. this line of work and made it a full-time thing. But my point to that is, is that we oftentimes, when we're talking about competitors, we oftentimes make up these stories. And it's not until we get to do things like this, where we get to meet them face-to-face, that we learn that everybody's the same. Everybody goes through their own challenges and struggles. We think that they've been doing something forever, but they just picked it up or vice versa. We don't know until we actually get out there and meet people. And that, to me, knowing that people like you and others, it makes it more relatable when I get to know you and realize we're not much different. Yeah, That was one thing. And the second thing is the fact that, listen to what we've said, we both have admitted that we both didn't think these conferences were going to be worth it for us. We didn't want to go. We had these stories about these competitors. You didn't even want to go to trivia night, right? And I can relate to that too. <laughs> there was a Podfest. There was that networking event where everybody was at a table and they had to get yeah. to know each other. It was almost like speed dating. We would switch tables and that kind of thing. I did not want to go to that, but Rich, he wanted me to go. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll go. And I was like, and I actually walked into that room, looked around, and I said to myself, I'm out. Like, it was like, I don't feel comfortable. I don't want to do speed dating. I was making up all this shit in my head, pardon my friend. Yeah. And I started walking out and I was like, you know what? I learned something from going to podcast movement that it was worth my time. I'm here at PodFest. What else should I be doing? Nothing. I need to be networking. And I forced myself in there. Yeah. And that's where I met Chris, who Chris was the leader of that house that we're talking, the McMansion that you're talking about. Okay, okay. I met him. He was at my first table. We hit it off. We actually got in trouble because we were talking the whole time. You guys were all up on stage running the show. But it opened up a whole new world for me. Yeah. So my my words of encouragement to you, the listener that's listening right now, force yourself in 2023 to do some of those things that you think you don't want to do. Do those things that make you uncomfortable. In my experience, and from what I'm learning about Larry and his experiences as well, when we push ourselves to do those things, that's when all the doors open. 100%, man. I don't know how to better summarize it than the way you just did right there. Every time I get uncomfortable, every time I branch out a little bit, that's when I see things start happening, especially in this business, because people are so willing to help and they want to see you grow. So. Step out there, start off small. I mean, if you don't feel comfortable going to a big conference, there's probably a meetup group, regardless of where you're at in the country. There's meetup groups all over the country. Look for a podcast meetup group in your area. Go to Facebook, search for a podcast meetup group in, I don't know, Chicago or wherever it is that you're listening from. I promise you, you're going to find other like-minded creators that are there wanting to do the same thing that you want to do. They're going to want to get together. They're going to want to share notes and they're going to want to help you and then in turn grow themselves as well. So Get out there, check it out, take advantage of the opportunity, and get ready to grow. Absolutely. I'm with you 100%. So with that, man, I think we wrap this episode up, Mark. Again, I don't think we can stress it hard enough that you need to get out there and meet people and interact with people and grow your show. I mean, that's our goal, regardless of what we're doing our podcast for, whether it's for a business and we're trying to sell a product or we're trying to grow a community or whether we're just doing this for fun, we still want to have fun with as many people as possible. So get out there, find a meetup join a conference, have a great time, and continue to grow your show. In the meantime, if while you're doing that, always do yourself a favor, listen to another episode of Podcast PhD. You can follow us on Apple and Spotify, 
And please leave us a review as well. If you enjoyed this episode, we want to hear about it. And even if you didn't, we want to hear about it. Let us know. We always want to make this better. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> no, seriously, we have to grow too. So any feedback is welcome feedback. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it.